0: Hey, everybody, it's Tuesday, March 5th, 2013, and you're listening to episode 43 of the Non Sequitur podcast. We have been on a little bit of a break, but we are back now, and this is going to be an amazing episode. Uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves, starting with you. Uh, my name is Kelly. I'm Noah, not the one of legend. <laughs>
1: Melissa, no. <laughs> Amy.
0: This is other Noah. and I'm Luke. Okay, so the one of Legend is fairly famous for calling Coldstone uh, on the last episode and asking if he not can the just the last, last
2: episode. The
0: last episode he was on oh. yes. Coldstone. My dad owns Coldstone. I know that's the weird connection. I don't like that guy. So <laughs> he, uh he asked if we could just get mix-ins. and apparently the answer is yes. <laughs> you can. yeah sixty nine cents a piece. I had no idea that yeah. you could just get a a bowl full of mix-ins.
3: Well, it's like two bucks for a full snickers, but.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so tell us about yourself, Noah. Like You're wearing a Cubs hat. I am.
3: I'm from Illinois originally. Uh, moved out to Washington when I was. Is that where the Cubs are from? That, that is Chicago. I'm from the middle of the cornfield, so
4: don't you, move to Illinois. Are you a ginger? <laughs> I'm not a ginger. Okay,
3: blonde, just blonde. blonde. He just, just he had my he had ginger oil. leanings. <laughs> <laughs> ginger leanings. I did grow out of my freckles though, which is good. That's good.
0: Did you look like Pastor Seth at any point? Uh, no, I've always had my hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> rough. I hope he listens. To and I've always been who's, about who's two this guy? feet taller. So. Uh, pastor of our church. So I know I know Noah from Mars Hill. I, yes. knew, I, think I, is my boss. I think you knew that too. People think we're always related, but we're not. It's
2: right. the beard. It yeah, is.
0: It is the beard. All right. I, so. I think it's time for Kelly's unexpected surprise. Yeah, it's so unexpected. I knew this was gonna come back to haunt <laughs> you. I don't know if you did. Let's put it's this tin between you and Noah. Well, Set hitting, it down. We're hitting the table. I hope it's cookies. Against the rules. It's not cookies. It's like cookies. It's I don't even know if Melissa. Uh, knows what I it can't is.
4: get it open. It's really Oh god, what is it? Oh ooh. Okay. <laughs> that looks okay. like a bad night I don't know
0: what's going on in here So there's some spoons On episode 42 we had a great conversation About fruitcake And we decided that it was basically just Rum soaked pastry of some kind <laughs> And you said that you would eat A rum soaked Twinkie So now I have some rum For you And a Twinkie <laughs> And at some oh. point on the show, you are eating it.
4: <laughs> oh, crap. We got to get it soaking then. Here. All right. On. Cloud cake. This is not a proper twinkie. It's not a proper twinkie. Well. I didn't say I'd eat a
0: cloud cake. This is, what, this is what Melissa predicted, but yeah. I figured that we needed to at least right. uh, get the basics of this thing going. All right. Let's make some nice, some nice crinkling sounds. <laughs> Melissa looks sick.
4: <laughs> All right. They've, got, they've provided me with a nice little bowl.
0: Yep. All right. And they have a couple of Bacardi Golds here. So I called Aaron Is... on the phone cuz I didn't know anything about alcohol. I, like I'd never been into a, an alcohol <laughs> store before. So I was like, I need rum. They
2: call them liquor stores. Liquor stores. Like, <laughs> alcohol. Store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh the, yeah, so I called Aaron and I was like, what do I get? Oh, Wait, don't pour going? it all over everything. I'm trying. The, my
4: hands are all like gooey after touching that. To yes, could okay, you? Good, yeah, could you? I've opened a few. <clears throat> that not twinkie just made my hands all gross. <laughs>
0: That's not a good sign.
4: And the pouring here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna direct the mic so you can hear the pouring. Oh, that is a beautiful sound. Yeah.
2: (laughs) This is (laughs) why. All
4: right, one bottle down. those of you watching the
2: video along with this may or may not know how I feel about soggy bread products but (laughs) this is like the worst this is like
4: you guys have to remind me to turn it once in a while because there's just not quite enough rum Uh, in there to cover it so (laughs) we'll have to turn it occasionally and then I'll oh my
0: gosh alright well that horrible thing (laughs) sits there smells pretty good actually
4: (laughs) mmm rum
0: alright let's get in with the actual oh oh, it's all really (laughs) soggy
4: Oh, I may not have to wait. This is disgusting. Oh, oh man, that's ready to
3: go right now. That, that is ready to go. Oh, right. my God. Okay. We're going.
4: I'm going to get my spoon. Wow. That just soaked it right up. Okay. Oh,
3: my God.
4: Okay. Oh, oh it's strong. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Hey, you gotta give him a play-by-play. This,
0: this is why you, you should never get me in charge of things
4: like this. Are you gonna drink the milk?
0: What milk? There's not milk in here.
2: Would you like uh, there to be?
4: No. Thank you. Don't watch, Melissa.
2: It's really not that bad. New rule. We need to have podcast time before dinner.
0: <laughs> oh.
4: Don't worry, I'm almost done. Oh, God. <coughs> There's a lot of rum in this <laughs> thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm. I love that it's falling apart. Oh, <laughs> like, that's I'm not eating that part. Fair enough. <clears throat> is it over? Yes, it's over. It's, over. Oh. it's off the table. So, thoughts, Kelly? Initial? <laughs>
4: That was a lot of rum. <laughs> I was pretty good, though.
2: If we'd we shoved some raisins in it to make it a yeah. proper fruitcake, would that have improved it?
4: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Maybe next time some raisins.
0: I'll keep that in mind for the next time you say something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> <laughs> All right. I'm good. Okay. So now we play this game by someone drawing a card and then talking about the card. Oh, great. So you get to go first. Any card? Any, Any card from your your pile. Go, Other Noah. Go. The airing of grievances. Oh, yes. That's a, new, uh, that's a new thing that I just instituted for this episode. Great. Uh, where you or anybody at this table gets to rant about something, whether it's something you've heard on Facebook, something you've noticed in politics. Wow. If any grievances you'd that's like to deep. air. That's deep. I'm
3: such a nice person. Deep. This is hard for me. <laughs>
4: <Wow>. <laughs> I am such a great guy. that is just so impossible. I'll tell,
3: you, I'll tell you one thing. Okay. That pisses me off. So I'm getting married. We're doing that, that, that pisses me off yeah. <laughs> Dude, um, what actually is pissing me off is fonts for invitations. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you this it's not the word fonts that piss me off. Okay. It's the numerical fonts. There's oh. not that many of them, and we want a specific one. It's like 200 bucks. Okay. Okay. Our budget's not huge. We really want this font. I know it's dumb, but I will get upset if the invitations don't look right and the font's not how I like it. And this font, $200. Obviously, it's not like Neutraface, which is $600. Yes. Uh, everybody is versed in fonts, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, clearly, yeah. And,
3: and I've looked all over, cannot find it to Torrent. Nobody has it. <laughs> and my brother's actually making our invitations, and he says that he won't do it unless he has this font.
0: Wow. So, we're going to have to pay Is it, for it. Comic Sans? Is, I, I, I will not come to your wedding if you invite me if you use Comic Sans. <laughs> that drives be, me yep. crazy. Luke has a thing. I do yep. have Let's a thing. Let's talk about what makes Luke angry now. <laughs> <Is it Comic laughs> Actually, wait, Sans? hold on. I, things that make me angry on wedding invitations. I want to know if you're going to make me angry. So, I don't like when people write out the full year when they write like, like 2013 in, in text, in, wor- in no, words. No, no, no. no use no, no, numbers right. for numbers. Yeah. Well, that's why we're paying for a number font. I think that's a, it's a wise <laughs> choice because written out things, when it, you, you know, the 12th of May or, you know, like you're writing out 12th yeah. and all this. stuff. But now that's that you cool. mention that, it may be cheaper and it would be fun to upset you. <laughs> if I <laughs> Just write everything <laughs> right. No numbers at all on your invitations. Yes. So that is what's been upsetting me in my mind. Fair
3: enough. Hmm. When are you getting married? Uh, June 29th. Oh,
4: you better Congratulations. Yeah. You had better hurry
0: that. Yeah. The, we're, we're done with everything.
4: Except that Except for the font Except for that Comic Sans Which is just impossible to find
0: The other day The the Vatican put out A photo album online In celebration of of Pope Benedict Stepping down and all of the text in it was Comic Sans, and all of the captions on the pictures were Papyrus. And that's why I left the Catholic Church. Yeah, <laughs> those are the, those are my two <laughs> most hated fonts, and they used them both in one official Vatican document. And I was just like, "Oh, oh that's because the kitchen lady
3: wrote it up. Who gives us donuts after Mass?" Clearly, you know. yeah, it was it was a little bit shocking that they would
0: use
4: donuts them. after Mass. Twenty five cents. Are they so pay for them?
3: Yeah, you have to pay it for them. Well, yeah, it's a Catholic church.
0: What do you not have to pay for? <laughs> that explains Aaron quite well. All right. We oh, should, right. <laughs> We should move on to another card. Save us, Melissa.
2: Given that flu shots are so ubiquitous, Oh, why'd you have to give me this one? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you drew it.
2: <sighs> Given that flu shots are so ubiquitous, is it immoral or unethical to not get one?
0: This is something I heard someone complaining about the other day. That if you are a healthy 20-something, 30-something... You really should be going to get these because you keep it from spreading to elderly people, people with compromised immune systems, and children who are the most susceptible for death or you know long-term serious illness. It's my bad. So at this table here, who's gotten a flu shot this year? Me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Every year. And Noah. Yeah, I have. You guys are good. I'm guessing the three of us are- I'm chickened windows. out. Yeah? <laughs> chickened-
2: out. Uh, No, I'm terrified of needles. Oh, so is my dad. And, and I, I got my whooping cough shot. And then I just, I chickened out Recently? on the flu shot. Yeah, I did this summer because a coworker of mine got whooping cough. Weird. Yeah. Oh, that's
4: right. There was kind of a resurgence of it, wasn't
2: there? Oh no, it's an epidemic in Washington <clears throat> state, Ooh. but that's, I'm not going to go on that rant because um, the reality is like, I should have gotten a flu shot and I didn't because I let my fear of needles keep me from being responsible. So you maybe
0: have a little bit of an out on this question, but for someone like me, am I doing anything unethical or immoral by not getting a flu shot? And just saying, like, hey, I'm going to be young and, and healthy. Like, I'll fight it off and be sick for a day or two and be okay. Like
4: I don't know if it's I, unethical, but it's it seems socially responsible to do it. Okay. Yeah.
1: I This year is the second year, I think, I haven't gotten a flu shot since I was in high school. And the first time that I've had the flu since I was a freshman in high school. And I got the flu. I was around my parents who hadn't had their flu shots, and
2: they didn't get the flu. So, I mean... Yeah, but your parents are neither elderly nor children.
1: I mean, I I think that to some degree, even if you have the flu shot, so you don't get sick, but that doesn't mean you're not going to, somebody's not going to cough on you and you're not going to, like, there isn't going to be some transmission in that way of you're going to share it with somebody else. Because I got the flu from... Somebody coming into my work, sharing it with a coworker and then that coworker sharing it with me. Like that's that's how I got the flu. That's how I got sick was I was working
2: with a coworker who was sick.
0: So what is so what is it most people have to pay for a flu shot? Is it like 30 bucks? 22 bucks. Yeah. $22. Yeah. I mean
2: they're really so, affordable. So I I hesitate to to go so far as to tell people they're being immoral or unethical about vaccines cuz I know that it is a really Sensitive subject for people, and there have been enough kind of historical incidents where bad information about vaccines was given to the public. Autism, and well, but on both ends, I mean, people have been told that vaccines were safe, and there have been situations where preservatives in some vaccines actually caused problems for people.
0: Yeah, there's a whole Um, generation of British children that have deformities because of
2: right. So, so I don't, I don't like to. Like call people out on that sort of thing, especially since I'm a big chicken and I I didn't do it myself. I do think, though, that people are distressingly unaware of the like the numbers that go along with vaccines. I don't I don't know if it's flu shots or if it was some or if it was like a measles um, shot, but I there's one of the really common vaccines. The stats on it are something like to protect every unvaccinated person, you have to surround that person with at least four vaccinated people. So you need a four to one ratio of vaccinated to unvaccinated people to prevent epidemics from spreading. Smallpox. Is that one smallpox? That's okay. When it's from The West Wing. But oh, it's, well, I've heard of other places. so I don't know. <laughs> the West I, like I read it this year. It. I didn't watch The West Wing Thank this you, year. So Thank you,
4: TV, for education. I
2: but I mean, they they use that example on The West
1: Wing, and it's either for it and it it may be fifty people that they have to surround for smallpox, but
2: because that one's really virulent. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it would be the measles. But I mean, like g- numbers like that, I think suggest that we should all just suck it up and get our shots. I mean, they're easy.
0: They're cheap. They're unlikely to make you sick. I know there's a lot of, of fear and, and rumor out there about once you get it, you're sick for a day or two. I, I think a lot of people have said that's not true, but well, not it's one true. of the potential it's, side
2: effects yeah. of a flu shot, but it's not a very widespread side effect. I think there's And if a you self- have insurance, you can actually, I mean, if I went to my doctor, I, my insurance company would pay for my flu shot. I wouldn't even have to pay the $22. I'm wondering
0: if most people choose not to get them because it's inconvenient more than it's expensive
2: except that tons of employers offer flu shot clinics
0: like they come to your job They come to
2: us yeah oh wow yeah i just never take them up on that cuz i can't stand up and get a shot
0: no you have any
3: thoughts on this my mom's a nurse practitioner and she's been you know in the medical field forever and we've just always gotten them I and mean, yeah i went through my scared to death of shots phase my mom used to give it to us when we were sleeping
2: what? wait for real oh is that ethical
3: yeah that's you talk
0: yeah. about unethical that's...
3: yeah uh... like you
0: just wake up with like a screaming pain and you're like hi mom what you doing she's like just checking on you puts the needle behind her back yeah. like what I, I
3: I, I don't know I mean maybe she didn't maybe my
0: dad told us that but I'm pretty sure I, I, I,
4: but I, I used to her maybe her. she liquored him up first I think yeah. that's less give well, some well, Twinkies yeah, that yeah, smell funny yeah rum yeah but
3: um, no, I don't know about the unethical thing. I mean, that's like you could say that with any kind of vaccine or, you know. What if it
0: was something a little bit more disastrous? What if this was
2: whooping cough? Well, yeah,
0: something like that. that or maybe even like, you know, avian flu or something that's like deadly to even healthy people. Yeah. Is it then unethical or immoral <laughs> to decline that kind of a vaccine? It would seem pretty foolish to do it at that point. Yeah, if it's, if it's yeah. actively killing most people it comes in contact with. Yeah.
4: Yeah, because they would say you're almost like an a socially irresponsible, unethical, if you're going to potentially spread it to other people, if, if you
2: if you commit if to full on quarantine when you get yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
4: But if not, you know, like these AIDS, you know, uh, infected folks that keep running around sleeping with people, yeah. um, knowing full well what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's super unethical. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well, I remember yeah. it's in terms of flu vaccines. I remember H1N1 because I was in California during that and. There was a big push to have everybody at the school participate in the vaccine clinic, but nobody was forcing anybody to do it, and nobody was judging anybody for not doing it. But the majority of the people that were at the clinic were the elderly residents that that lived in one of the housing areas and the professors with their kids. Sure. There were very few college kids getting the vaccine, even though that's who was mostly getting sick.
2: I would like to propose to vaccine manufacturers that they make the nasal vaccines more widely available.
1: I would like them to not require nasal vaccines for 20-somethings because it made my head hurt for three days.
0: You'd rather take the shot? Yes. Well, they should just offer a choice and then they wouldn't give
2: us a out. choice for no. H1N1. Right. Pull a card. This is depressing.
1: <laughs> so we're going to do a listener question from Tracy Inisqua. Hi, Hi, Aunt, Aunt Tracy. Tracy. Wow. Uh, <laughs>
0: it's like a plan that. Now. They do that sometimes. <laughs>
1: Do you think game consoles and handhelds are still relevant given the popularity of phones and tablets?
0: So this has been a conversation that's been coming up time and time again that people are moving towards playing games on their phone or their tablet and less playing on consoles. Makes me sick. Yeah, what are
3: your thoughts on this, Noah? I am so anti-phone games, I can't even say. I mean, obviously there's fun little ones that you can do, you know, sitting on the bus or when you're sitting at your desk and you have nothing to do, but... I mean, just go out and buy a DS, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing you'd recommend for people? A DS? Uh, well, I mean, if they're going to be as cheap to buy a 99 cent app, what's the other cheaper handheld?
0: Okay, fair enough. It is yeah. the lowest rung yeah. on the price. <laughs> on the lowest <laughs> rung? Wrong, wrong on the
4: ladder? Yeah. Thank you for enunciating for us. Wrong. Uh,
0: yeah. Thanks, kill. Yeah, it,
3: it just annoys me. I mean, uh, there's no debate in my mind on if it's better to be playing a game on your iPhone than... On a handheld
0: Well there is a social aspect To the mobile phone platform That you don't get On consoles or handhelds Like like what? Share it on Facebook? Well no But like if you're playing Like <laughs> draw something like, yeah, You can know, totally like, do uh, that On your console
3: See I hate draw something More than I hate
0: Anything else More than fonts? More than fonts Yes that is what I should have talked about I hate draw something <laughs> But that kind of easy, like, push and pull notification style gameplay, that, like, asynchronous gameplay is kind of neat for smartphone users. Yeah, I guess. You know, really, I think
3: it's just my biased mind and wanting a good quality game that's accessible, but at the same time, I don't want to use a touchscreen.
0: So let's say that, wait, you just talked about the DS. Well, you know what I mean. Okay, I
3: fair enough. I don't want my joystick to be a little shaded
0: D-pad on my phone. So you're saying that if Fire Emblem came to the iPhone, it wouldn't be as good? Yes, I am.
2: Okay. I I think I object to phone games for a completely different reason. Okay. I'm not sure we should be walking around with games in our pockets. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I mean, and, and I've heard other people talk about this, but the idea that like it's so easy to sit on the bus or while you're waiting at the doctor's office or whatever and play a mindless game. But I'm thinking about you know, well, what else? What else would I do in that downtime? And a lot of the other things I can think of are more useful to me or productive to either myself or to society. Beneficial to. Yeah, I so. mean, I could I used to carry my knitting around and I would knit if I was waiting places and I could I could actually make something of minimal value. Um, I often carry a book or these days my Kindle, which is just a Kindle. It doesn't have apps or games or anything. So I would read a book, which is not beneficial to anyone else, but it does potentially enrich my life in a way that a game of angry birds or <laughs> flight controller or whatever really doesn't um and and my students I think are so like they need to be entertained so much that yeah. they can't they can't they actually can't handle downtime they don't They physically do not know what to do with themselves. So
0: I've seen that a lot. People that just can't handle downtime. They have to be stimulated or entertained or in some way engaged 24-7. So in light of that, Tracy's question, do dedicated consoles and handhelds make much sense for someone that needs that constant stimulus? If they're getting what they need from their phone, that drip, drip, drip IV is in their pocket all the time. Why would they spend $400 on a console to like sit stationary and, and do something? Art?
2: Art. Okay. That's my one word answer for it. You have to have. You can't have a game with the kind of storytelling in that mobile phone platform.
0: Who says that all games have to have epic storytelling?
2: But but you can't produce that for (laughs) the phone, (laughs) which is what makes consoles and and PC gaming still relevant, is that that creative artistic medium needs an outlet that values. Sure, but if the market
0: starts turning towards something that's not that kind of big budget high detailed story. Yeah. Then the companies that make those things aren't going to be able to continue making those Except, things.
2: Except okay, hang on now just a minute because we've we've watched the Oscars. Mm-hmm. For most of our lives. Lo- I mean, we think about the the movie industry is a perfect analog for this because we have all of those crap blockbuster films that come out in May. The May movies. The Battleships. The Battleships. And the movie
4: was awesome. Come uh, on.
2: No, <laughs> Michael Bay puts a thousand explosions in it. And some years, J.J. Abrams' lens flare comes with a good story. And sometimes it's just gratuitous lens flare. Love you, J.J., but you know what I'm talking about. Because um, <laughs> people love that kind of crazy blockbuster or the summer chick flick. That's just mindless entertainment, but filmmakers are still making serious movies. People are still producing documentary films in languages other than English, even though there's not a quote market
0: for that. What about you, Amy? You have a PSP and a smartphone. Which one do you play more games on?
2: Most
1: of the time I play on my phone more because I have it with me. Um, and when I was carrying a smaller purse, it was harder to carry the PSP and phone. Um, also, I don't play on the PSP as much because I've played through the games that I have. And because I have a PSP and not a Vita, there aren't new games coming out for it. That's fair. So I'm kind of stuck playing the same games over and over again. And you can only do that so many times with a Lego game before it's boring. You have to let it rest <laughs> for a while. I mean
0: once. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> Be nice. Um, I think that that there is still a market for handheld games and console games, possibly not as much with adults and older teens anymore, because the people that I see playing games and interacting with smartphones and tablets the most are between two and seven. Yep.
0: It's the most demanded Christmas present every year.
1: I, I have one of my bosses, her three year old, she has to intentionally never charge her phone all the way. Like she leaves it just barely charged because her three year old constantly wants to play Angry Birds on her phone. <laughs> Constantly wants to play Angry Birds on her phone, and she's tired of it, so she never charges her phone. She intentionally lets it be almost dead so he can be like Angry Birds, and she says it's already, you know, my phone's gonna die. I have to have my phone, and he can't play. And I have other friends who their kids are, you know, are constantly playing that, and so I think that I mean, a two year old should not have a DS. That's too young for. They choke on the stylus. Yes, but I mean, I, I think that that is one of the, that that group—the kids who are playing games on phones. They're the ones that are going to get the most out of the potential for a handheld console game or not console game, but like a handheld game. They're using their parents' phones, which means you can never get a hold of your friends because their children have their phones and or have hidden their phones. I've had this happen.
0: Fair enough. I'm with Noah on this. Like I, I think the whole thing is kind of silly, but I don't know the future and I don't know how the market's going to trend. I definitely think that, uh, the big console, big stories, awesome art kind of thing is what I'm always going to enjoy. I'm not really interested in small bite size on the go games, but I'm not the whole market.
1: And, and honestly, on my phone, I mostly play
2: solitaire.
0: Fair enough. That's what I used to play all the time too. That was the one game I'd play. So
2: okay, draw a happy card because our topics are really serious so far. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm bored. Can we can we have some more rum?
0: All right. Here's the uh, here's the here's the prime card for tonight. It says. The PlayStation 4 is awesome. How awesome is it? So, <laughs> I don't even. I haven't even seen a picture of it yet. They haven't. No given one any has. Images, oh, yeah. Okay. Nobody right. knows what it looks like. That's they
2: because haven't. it has a cloaking device. I think.
0: Ooh. I just don't think they've actually made it yet. That that adds to the awesome factor. Yes. So on. So it's February, just a
2: motherboard. February, yes. In a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> be kind of cool. Uh, February 20th, Sony unveiled the PlayStation 4. We know it's called the PlayStation 4. We know How did it's... they
4: unveil it if they didn't yeah. show a picture? I mean, they, they, they showed they us the did, controller.
0: They showed us the controller. <laughs> they told us what it's called. And they told us what's wear?
4: inside.
2: Was there an Was actual J. J. unveiling? There?
0: Not of the console.
2: What do you mean? Like a physical unveiling of anything. The, the, the They
0: pulled the controller out of his pocket. Does that count?
2: No, I want like a curtain. A
0: curtain? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of old school. I don't I don't think that happens much and anymore. Dancing they girls.
2: still do it with cars.
0: That's true, but cars are much bigger. There's a uh, flamboyance to the removal.
1: There should always be flamboyance in unveiling anything. Yeah. Okay,
0: fair enough. So anyway, we uh, we're not going to belabor all of the nitty gritty of this too much, oh, but I want nice. to talk to want to talk to you guys about some of the interesting features that they talked about. Um, one of the most fascinating elements of the PlayStation Four is the DVR function of mm. uh, its gameplay. So whenever you're playing, it's recording the last 15 minutes of what you've done. And at any point, you can hit a button on the controller, bring up a little menu, cut out what you want, trim it, add, you know, maybe it was at the last 20 seconds, you trim it, you save it, you can either push it out to your friends, push it to Facebook, save it to the hard drive. How does, Melissa's giving me the no face.
2: I don't care. Why not? I do not play any games with like epic replay moments. Okay, that's fair. And it's
0: no
1: use to me. I've only seen one time where there was an epic replay moment and I can't remember whether or not. You could do it, and it's when you broke science in Portal.
0: Okay, yes. We've done some <laughs> crazy things in Portal when Kelly and I played That's and the called. only
1: time of all of the playing that I've seen you do.
0: That's not okay. So <clears throat> I think this is one of the coolest features to be broken. ever. I, I don't know well, if you remember last you year. Because
2: you totally abuse replay features. Well, think That's of last true. year
0: when we had the Lamont party and I played a bunch of Just Cause and all of the crazy, like, one off shots of helicopters going down in the middle of the jungle and lighting everything on I don't
2: fire. need to rewatch those things. I want to share them, though. I don't care. <laughs> Don't I, I mean I, I I'm not saying like I don't value that that's okay, something you want but I, was, I don't care when I was about
0: far cry that. and got attacked by a tiger when I was trying to snipe somebody or the crocodile attack or any number of things in that game are those not valuable enough to share with people
2: I don't I wouldn't
0: oh wow I care Luke thank you no Kelly what about you
2: only breaking I science
4: care very little okay I mean, I'm, it, I, I'm sure there will be a couple entertaining videos here and there, but I really don't care. Don't,
2: it's just its just going to fill YouTube I, with more. I feel more, like I waste a
4: enough yeah. of my time like playing video games on my own without <laughs> so watching other people it? play video games. So.
0: Okay. How about this feature? Uh, if Noah's playing a game and he's stuck in a level, I can play his game from my house for him. Does that appeal to you at all? Because that's also a PlayStation 4 ability.
4: No, because you know what that's going to create? That's going to create the backseat gamer. Okay. Like hardcore, like somebody's watching in spectator mode. Like, no, dude, you're doing it wrong. Let me, let me jump in. Let me jump in, man. Dude, <laughs> you're like doing being, it wrong. It's
0: like being at home with a friend.
4: Yeah,
2: exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's better. But when the guy's on the couch doing yeah. it, you can shove him off the couch.
4: Yeah. And you can punch him in the face. It's Fair way enough. better well, you when someone mute him on the
2: game. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. You can probably. But you can't shove him off the true. couch.
4: Yeah, he deserves to be
0: punched in the face.
1: And yeah, muting
0: is not sufficient.
4: And, but yeah.
1: I mean. I would agree with Melissa that spectating is only fun when when in the same room because you get great quotes that way.
2: Because the well, and the way that I spectate is, I, I always describe it to people. It's like watching a movie only when you know you see the character going down the scary hallway, and you're like, "Don't go there!" You could actually like impact. that. <laughs> <happening>. <laughs> you <could> totally, yeah.
4: <laughs> until you realize
0: that's the only way to go. Continue. I
4: know. You know I hate that. Like,
2: oh
0: God, I, why? That. I just see this thing being abused for uh, people that want like. In, in China, there's gold farms for World of Warcraft. I'm picturing something like that for video games. If you can't get an achievement, you gold can like let you. someone tunnel in and get the achievement for you. Gold farms. Yeah. yeah so I mean, people gold farming rules. You give them your WoW account, and some poor like slave basically runs around leveling up your character for you, getting gold or acquiring goods on your behalf. It's people totally, are outsourcing it's, their
2: their games to yeah. China.
0: <laughs> Kelly's mind just <laughs> blew up. <laughs> he can't comprehend what we just told him. Wow. (laughs) Yep. It's a sad world we live in, but I don't know. I think it's kind of a neat idea. Okay. Let's move on past that. Let's talk about some games. All right. So they showed the new Killzone game, which I think has a ton of promise because it doesn't seem to have Rico in it. And I think he (laughs) ruined all three previous. Mm, He didn't ruin the first one. He was in it, but he just didn't ruin it. He didn't ruin it. Yeah. Anyway. So that looks good. It looks like some kind of crazy Berlin city, civil war, crazy future. Uh, it was a, an interesting demo because it started out being all colorful and mirrors edgy, and then it went super brown, super fast, like, like typical kill zone. Like yeah. Brown note. Brown? Like brown note yeah. brown. Right. Uh, they talked about a game called Drive Club, which is probably just a stopgap until Gran Turismo gets its act in gear. We all know that they take-
4: That'll a- take- a decade, a
0: decade at least before we see something. <laughs> Did you see that they said it might come to PS3? Yeah, that's the craziest news, right? That the GT6 is going to be another yeah. PlayStation 3 game. Like, oh crap! Well done, <laughs> well done, Sony. Way to totally screw that up. Jonathan Blow, the guy that made Braid, uh, debuted a game called The Witness that looks like modern day Myst. I thought so. Ooh. No, you said that you thought that looked yeah, kind of good. The, I love
3: puzzle games. I, I mean, it's just you know, it's either I. I I'm like on the two ends, I either like lots and lots of story or really hard. And you're not going to be able to beat it. Um, and it just seems like one of those games. So the really hard. Not going to beat it one. Yeah. So I
0: did you play that. braid? I did. Okay. I yeah. did.
3: I liked braid a lot. It was good.
0: So did Kelly. Yes. Well done. Uh, let's see what else did we get? We had, okay. This is where Noah and I get to fight. Guys from Square Enix showed up and embarrassed (laughs) themselves in front of 15 million people. I (laughs) agree with
3: that. I thought it was pointless.
4: Okay, what did they do? So
0: last year in June, they showed a tech demo for some unnamed property. And here in February, they showed the exact same tech demo in front of the exact same people. (laughs) and said, hey, you should care about us. And everybody like fell asleep or was checking their phone or it was just, it was awkward and... Many ways, it's, especially considering when they announced the PlayStation 3, they announced a uh, Final Fantasy game that hasn't even been released. It's probably the same one. It, this, this is versus 13. It's just going to come I mean, to the next generation. Was supposed
3: to be Final Fantasy 3, and then
0: it's, they've been working on it since then. So that was embarrassing. I feel
4: like they're just making like videos at this point, just saying, hey, we're we're developing something, but they're yeah, not. Get people to invest. Yeah. <laughs> How about Watch Dogs? My that's, game of the that's, show. Yeah. Yeah. Did
0: you even see the press conference? They
4: I didn't see this one, but I saw the original, and uh, I'm still oh, excited. It's even about better it.
0: than the original. Oh, no, it Doesn't really? seem as interesting. Uh, I'm not. Okay. I'm not extremely. I mean, I'm sure I'll
3: play it. Um, it's just you know that that first trailer really has to get me, and that one didn't really get me.
0: So, for everybody listening at home, Watch Dogs is this crazy like future game where your character has a smartphone of some kind that can hack into any system anywhere at any time. He can control traffic lights. He can look up someone's bank records. He can do basically anything he wants as long as it's connected to the network. And so there was this amazing. You part. think he could like set off a like a pacemaker
4: and? You know. That's <laughs> yeah. oh, that's fascinating.
0: I don't know. That yeah. would be kind so of he, crazy. Yeah. Looks like
3: a game that would be harder in real life.
0: Yes, that was definitely my game <laughs> of the show. Uh, one of the things that I noticed though was that they did show the controller. It's got a touch panel, a touch pad. Yeah. It's kind of like the Vita on the back. On the it, back. So almost that, like a track pad on your mouse yeah, exactly. or on your uh, laptop. So that'll be interesting to see if they try to mix in some of these mobile friendly yeah. games. If you're going to play Angry Birds by swiping your finger across the little trackpad.
3: Yeah. I, I think, I think it's a better feature. I, I wouldn't like that feature so much in games. I wouldn't be upset if a lot of developers didn't, you know, put that in their games. So I think it would be good. You know, obviously consoles and social media has always been kind of iffy um ps4 looks promising but if it is any good i think that would be great you know if you're browsing the internet or on facebook or going through youtube i think it's a useful thing
0: so the one thing they didn't mention that everybody was curious about was price Mm. that was what killed the playstation 3 the infamous 599 us (laughs) dollars quote was what basically tanked that whole system yeah so they obviously can't go that high but they obviously can't go too low so many people are saying 399 at the low end. I'm guessing 499 is probably more likely, but I'm not sure that that's going to float in a world where people buy <laughs> $0.99 cent iPhone games. Yeah. That will be interesting. Like, what do you girls think? Is $500 a crazy amount of money for a game system? Like, Amy, you're thinking about getting a PlayStation 3. Would you wait, potentially, and get a PlayStation 4?
1: It, it would all depend on a lot of things. I mean...
0: A new Lego game? Is that what you're saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no.
0: Make them look more real.
1: Um, I mean, right now I would love to have a PS3, but I don't have the money for it, so I'm not gonna buy one anytime soon. Um I mean, it would be a matter of what features does it have. You know, when I'm no longer living where I'm at home, I-, I will not have a Blu-ray player. So that's one of the things that would lean me towards a console of any kind is the Blu-ray player, which would be either PS3 or PS4. It's an interesting
0: feature for you to get excited about. I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Blu-ray
1: players. I have oh, Blu-ray. Yeah. I, I have movies that are Blu-ray.
0: But can't you just watch my Netflix? No. Okay.
1: Well, not on Netflix. Thank
0: God. Um,
1: You're mean.
0: <laughs> movie was not good. Um, Kelly, what about you? $500? Are you going to be on board day one? Are you going to wait? What's your, what's your thoughts on PlayStation 4 acquisition? I'm going to steal one. From Steal. the store or like someone that
4: <laughs> good luck. I'm gonna jack you when you come out of the store. <laughs> Punch you in the face. Is five hundred dollars too much? No. Okay. The, I mean, the original was six hundred. That seems fair enough. But I uh-huh. think things are not changed. the original, but the,
0: the PS3 was oh. six hundred. That's fair. Yeah. I just I wonder if they can pull it off. I, I know the price is going to be a huge stumbling block for most people. Even though they'll spend six hundred dollars on an iPad, you know, like that's oh. a weird. Yeah, They're going to look at it and say, well, I can do all these other things. You know, I can Skype or do my taxes or whatever. I don't know what you do doing on an iPad. But I think there's going to be a, like, that's going to be the big holiday purchase, not a new games console. Yeah. So this could be an interesting uphill battle for 2013. So, yeah, that's what they said. Holiday 2013. I'm guessing middle of
3: November. Well. What? Is Did there... You see the Assassin's Creed announcement that was yeah. online, then taken. They took off. It was. It said releasing for next gen consoles October 26th, oh. and then then it was taken down like an hour later.
0: Oh, conspiracy so, theories!
3: Yes.
4: So it may be earlier than that. All right, we'll see. Kelly, draw a card. Blue. It's blue. It's upside down. <clears throat> From Aaron in New York. Hi, Aaron. How's oh. it going? We know this guy are the overuse of video games and the pervasiveness of porn causing the demise of
0: guys. So Aaron posted this on the Facebook page. He wanted us to talk about it. It was a CNN article. Um, it did make this interesting point about, uh, the, the idea that guys aren't kind of like putting their necks on the line in a lot of ways that they're choosing to almost be hermits and stay inside and play games and and watch porn instead of going out and taking risks and, building the social structures and the and the the networks of of camaraderie that were important in previous generations um, i don't
2: know the bigger point of the article was the idea that unlike a heroin or an alcohol addiction these this obsessiveness with either video games or pornography rather than people wanting more of the same thing which is what's true of like drug addiction you want more of what it was that made you happy. Um, that with video games or with porn, people want more, more extreme, more variety, variety, something, it has to be something different in order to be interesting or satisfying. And so it leads to, it leads to that sort of isolation that you talk about because the only way to get, because real life doesn't have the kind of variety or extreme anything in it for most people that they can experience virtually. Kelly, thoughts?
4: This kind of sounds like the type of addiction serial killers have. Okay, but (laughs) what does that make (laughs) us? (laughs) We like Uh, games. Low-level serial killers. Low-level serial killers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. I didn't finish the article. I feel bad now. I forgot about it. I started to read it, and then I got distracted, possibly by porn. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, 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 hey, that's a good idea. (laughs) No, it wasn't porn. Um, Are you worried about this hermit culture? Do you feel like you've fallen into it at times? I've always been a hermit. I was before video, well, video games run around for a while, but I I was a, a loner in elementary school before I played video games, and I've always been a bit of a loner, so... Not for me, anyways. I mean, it might be contributing to other people who spend, you know, hundreds of hours building characters in WoW or, or whatever who could potentially be going out there and doing something with And their to be lives
2: fair, and World and not, of Warcraft is not the only game no, people are investing no, this kind all. of time in. Not sure. at
4: all. But, you know, it's an easy example. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess for me, the article, the hardest
3: part, I, I hated the correlation. Um, just because... There's already such a bad stigma against people who play video games in this society, um, at least, you know, from respectable people. Yes. Um, uh, Mainstream news. Yeah. And, and so as, as I was reading, I was thinking, okay, playing video games would be my example. And uh, I do go to it for entertainment. But at the same time, I, I read a lot. So I go to a book for the same thing. And I'm thinking this article, if you use books here, nobody would care about the article.
2: But books aren't interactive. Like I don't think books Choose have Choose an adventure. Uh, yeah. Books don't have but I, books don't have there I mean the the correlation pieces that he talked about are there are multiple studies that that show especially in children increased aggressive behavior after playing video games because in the video game you have agency and control over the character's actions whereas you're a a much more passive observer of a story in a book that you have no choice in how it plays out. You don't choose to kill anyone in a book, and I'm all in favor of playing video games. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. come off like I'm. I'm just wondering—is he talking
3: about choose-your-own porn or something? I don't know. <laughs> like, because if the video games are interactive,
2: but he but... doesn't talk about the core. I mean, the 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 pieces <clears throat> about behavior and like virtual entertainment seemed more focused on gaming.
3: Yeah, I think it's just the article. I mean, it obviously I'm. I play a lot of video games, and so it upsets me just because, you know, the the example, there's like the archetype for the guy who plays video games sure. all the time, and and I, and I don't fit that. You know, like I went to school, got to grades, got my degree, have a job, getting married. I'm not at all stuck in myself and depressed, and you know, I'm sure there are people who play a lot of video games who do that, but I mean, I did all this while sometimes playing eight hours of World of Warcraft a day. Sure. And so it's, it's possible, I, I think yeah. that's why it gets me. And, uh, you know, I may be the the odd one out who ended up
0: all right. It's a big gradient. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no, like, binary state for this kind of thing.
3: Yeah, and, you know, it's just the articles like this. They upset me mainly because it just makes someone like me, if people find out I play League of Legends or something, it just brings me down a notch in a lot of people's books because they read stuff like this.
0: And they start correlating that behavior exactly. To you. Exactly. So it
3: comes right onto me. You know, like when I was playing World of Warcraft, people, you know, someone, a teacher or something, finds out I play World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft I'm automatically the lazy student, even though my grades don't show that and my interaction in the class don't show that. But in their mind, they see me as that. So, and it's
2: and like that's that. unfortunate. I mean, you had some bad yeah, teachers yeah, yeah. if that happened, because I, I don't. Cause I have plenty of students who are gamers who. Yeah. Are, are like you. They they keep up their grades. They enjoy their video games, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I mean, certainly, I think there's some some irresponsible parenting going on with oh, yeah, yeah. with kids and their games. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> I do say.
0: All right, we
4: made so, a full loop. So that was a terrible answer
2: to your questionnaire. Heavy
0: episode. Yes, it is. Well, no, it was
4: here. So do, I think do you're not take pick one of- that's video game related. All right. I'm sure. so pick that green one, and it better not be video game related. I have no idea.
3: What was your favorite piece of media, movie, game, book, etc. from 2012?
4: Okay, that's not too, <laughs> not too
0: bad. That's not too it's bad. It's not entirely
4: video game. <laughs> Would
0: you like to go first, Kelly? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Too much media in 2012 for you to have an answer? Sure. I don't you know. know I said. <laughs> did you come up with one? Everybody's, everybody's given the looks of, I didn't do my homework.
2: I totally did my homework, and it took me a long time to figure out, like, Like how long? 2012. I realized that like my first piece of media from 2012 was reading The Hunger Games. Yes,
0: in a day. day. (laughs) (laughs) All of them.
2: Just Uh, about. I had to put my Kindle on a timeout for a week after reading the first two in two days. She got got (laughs)
0: crazy. Like I'm like going to bed. You know, we go to bed at like 10 o'clock. I pass out. I wake up at like two in the morning. The light's still on, and she's still sitting there reading. Like, sweetie, turn it off. It's bedtime. You have to go to work in a few hours. Like, what are you doing? So yeah, it was bad at the beginning. So anyway, was that your favorite thing?
2: No, no. I just as I was thinking back on it. Like it's hard when you put when you lump all media together like that, um, yeah. to, to pick out a favorite. Um I, I I was just joking with Amy here off off mic that maybe the Olympics was my favorite piece <laughs> of media in twenty twelve.
0: <laughs> that works. Uh, we'll, right? we'll allow that and then ask for your second. <laughs>
2: So I don't know. I mean, I saw a couple of good movies. It turns out I saw a couple of, like, Oscar contending movies in 2012 that I enjoyed without even considering. I I didn't go because I wanted to see, like, the Oscar nominees, which I've done in years past sometimes. Um, I went to see Argo. Because I wanted to see Argo. I heard about it on the it's a radio movie, and it seemed interesting. And I like Ben Affleck, so I was like, yeah, I'll go Wait, you see you like that. Ben Affleck? I think he's cool. Have you seen huh. the
3: beard now? He looks good with it.
2: And the, the, he, he does work the what beard.
4: Are beard guy, come on. That's
2: true. Um, so, I mean, I liked the movies that I saw. I played some good games in 2012. I was going to
0: say, if it came down to Argo versus The Walking Dead, what would you choose? The show or the game? The game.
2: Oh, it's great. I know I know I'm in episode three don't ruin anything almost, for me that was my top one. um that I would probably pick the walking dead <laughs> Good because choice. it's been Good choice. it was it, I think it was revolutionary for me to to do something like I don't like zombies but they got me to like a zombie game yeah
0: exactly so. fair enough Amy do you have one you have to for time all
2: right I just <laughs> listed like seven things come on you gotta think something <laughs> I, the Olympics was really fun um
1: I think the thing that, for me, that was most unique, and it was related to media, but not related to media, was the attainability of the Olympics. That Realizing for the first time that this thing that I see on TV all of the time and I love is actually attainable, that you can actually go and see them. Because we went to trials. We went to the oh, diving trials. Yeah. And then we got to see it on TV. And the same thing happened with Austin. That, like, this thing that I see and I hear about all the time F1, and it's so yeah. cool – And I would never imagine in my life that I would get to go. It's actually possible. A normal person can do that. I don't know if that quite fits in with the spirit of the question. It totally counts. But that, like, really, for me, media-wise, was the thing. Otherwise, it would tie between Doctor Who and the Olympics in general.
0: Fair enough. I think Melissa and I had that same experience where in 2010, when we went to the Winter Olympics, people were like, you went to the Olympics. Like it was like this, you know, it's like going to the coronation of ins- the queen. Like I had people, insane jealousy. People didn't realize that it was even like possible that a <laughs> normal person could go to the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. It was this weird. It was weird... actually
2: quite affordable too.
1: Well, uh, I, I was insanely jealous and didn't think it was really happening even when they were there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that I've, I've experienced that. Um, for me, uh, I would have said, and this counts things that, you know, I played then and now uh, I would have probably said uh, Far Cry 3. Except I beat it last night and the end is so terrible that I cannot say that was my favorite media of the year. It is a fantastic game, but oh man, it's like they just slapped the book shut at the end and said, nope, no conclusion for you. So that Well, one they want odd.
1: to have a fourth. Oh, no, it, no, it was, no, there
0: is no fourth. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, so <clears throat> then I realized I didn't see very many movies that I really liked last year. We saw Skyfall, which I hated. And then what? we saw I, Luke's just no, wrong about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a terrible movie. And okay, then can the we just hate car. him? For, can
4: we have a moment of silence to hate Luke? <laughs> shh, shh, shh.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that movie was bad. Uh, and then we saw Looper recently, which is a 2012 movie. And that was disappointing. Uh, so this is going to piss off everybody. And you're going to think I'm a troll, but I'm not. My favorite media of 2012 was the re-release 3D version of Titanic. Melissa and I saw it in theaters actually on October 15th or uh, April 15th, which was the 100 year anniversary of it happening so we're we're basically like at the theater almost at the same time that like 1500 people are falling into the Atlantic Ocean, like there was this weird weird connection to that (coughs) like like Plus, I, connection I
2: had movie. never seen Titanic before.
0: And it's oh. its probably my favorite movie. Wow. So, being able to go see it with her in 3D was quite the experience. This is here. amazing. You
4: brought, he here was, to, I, you, you, you brought me here to torch me. <laughs> you, you feed me food that is
2: delicious. Really
4: the best thing, horrible thing ever. And. <laughs> And 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 you tell me Skyfall was bad and Looper was bad, which I love both of them, and now you're telling me. Can I point out an issue
0: with Skyfall?
1: Can
4: I, can I no. point out an issue with your phone? No. The only <laughs>
1: issue you're allowed to have is that they destroyed a beautiful car. All right,
0: fine. That's true. No All right, Kelly. How about you save us with your awesome recommendations? Or.
4: Uh, okay, so I was scrolling on my phone here desperately trying to figure something out. Cause
0: <laughs> Top 25. Never prepares for anything.
4: Never for anything, because that would be... Non spontaneous. You, um, you
0: played XCOM, which was a 2012 game. That was neat.
4: Ooh! Oh, I know what rules. it is. I okay. just brought it in my brains. That uh, FTL game. Really? Game, Faster right?
0: than Light? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Oh my god. It's it's this little throwback kind of to to you know 16 bit games, yeah. sort of. And, uh, You're a little and space pilot. And it is brutally difficult. Mean. On, like on Dark the Souls. easy setting. Yeah. yeah. On the easy setting you will cry tears and hate your life. And it is so much fun. I'm going to have to get that. It is. Yeah. It's, it's little space battles and you have little dudes running around your little ship and you're giving them commands and having them repair stuff and shooting missiles. And it's so much fun. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of, it's got a text based, uh, Adventure kind of feel a little bit just because you, you know, you get you go into different sectors and they give you options like, oh, you could go down to the planet and save these people who have an infection.
0: But oh gosh, if you just say, do do you want to say what happened to to oh gosh? Okay, so
4: the first first playthrough, I named my characters Kelly, Aaron, and Luke for fun, you know, they have my bros with me. Um, and so I was the pilot, and Luke was the shields guy, and Aaron was our engineer, and uh, we were flying around and we had some battles and we were doing pretty good and left leveled up some stuff. And then, uh, we got to this planet and it said, Oh, Hey, this planet has a quarantine going and they're very sick. And if you go down, you might be able to help them. Never break a quarantine. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> so I being, you know, being, uh, the humanitarian chivalrous and humanitarian, I, uh, I went down to the planet and it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. You, you, you've helped them a lot, but, uh, you know, one of your, one of your crew got sick and, and had to stay behind. Hopefully they find a cure soon. And so I get back up to my ship and I, the pilot, Kelly, had uh, been infected and left on the planet. <laughs> so I was like, crap. Uh, so I sent Luke forward to be our new captain. And uh, Terrible
0: idea. This is mistake number two. Yeah,
4: apparently. Um, and the very next battle we get into, uh, uh, let's see, how do it a go? A A torpedo. A torpedo nuked uh aaron 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 was nuked by a torpedo um and then the oxygen the oxygen the- room was uh on fire. And I sent Luke in to fix it, and he ran out of oxygen before he could fix it. So, <laughs> so
0: I, I suffocated <laughs> his face, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, was, it was very super entertaining. This was like five minutes into the game. This was <laughs> this game is brutal. That's yeah, that's yeah. when I turned it down to easy, and it was
0: still really, really hard. So it's a so, it's a PC game. It might also be on Mac. I think it's like $9, and it'll yeah, run on anything. Like Any yeah. ghetto old laptop from 2008, whatever, go ahead and buy faster is, than light. My it laptop is older than It made that. me very nostalgic Fair. for...
4: Old, old games yep. of, of my youth. Yeah, you guys
0: should so. all play it and name them after our, our podcast members and tell us how we all died. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, No. what about you? Oh, well, probably
3: the 3D re-release of Phantom Menace. Oh. I'm, just oh. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just,
0: but you I got just, excited.
2: That was a thing? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Did you not see it? No. no.
0: We're not Star Wars fans here. Well,
2: well that's not actually true. Not true. I <laughs> just hate 3D <laughs> movies. Fair enough.
3: So, what was your actual? My actual. Well, you know, I was thinking I could have done a video game easily. I could have done a book, um, movie. But I was thinking what gave, brought me like the most joy in 2012. And uh, I think the thing that brought me the most joy. You can't say your fiance. Was, yeah. well, I mean, she played. She's not me. <laughs> um, was the board game Wiz War. Wiz War? Wiz War. Is not, it a not P? Pee, not <laughs> Everybody thinks that. Wizard. It's a Wizard War, but it's called Wiz War. Um, it's just like this little ridiculous dungeon game where you each have your own little spaces, four corners, and you own that space. And you go around and try to steal other people's spells and orbs from huh. theirs and bring it back Whiz to yours. It, it. it is very fun and very short, and it's hilarious. Like, how long just, does a game take? If you, have like, if you know what you're doing, 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, nice. It's oh. basically go kill the other people or get their treasure.
0: What happens if you get knocked out? Are you just sitting there passively watching? It, the, yeah, but yeah. it's still
3: funny. Because the spells are just rid- ridiculous. Like you lift up walls or you turn gravity off in that person. You can move that person. And it's just fun. Huh. And My fiance, Jen, does. It's like her favorite game ever. So, I mean, we play a lot with people. We haven't played recently, just, you know, been busy. But
0: it's a great game. Can it be played yeah. with less than four people? It can,
3: yes. The, it- the board, it's a four-piece board and you can take off. Okay. Or add on if you want to, like, make your own people. Sure. But it just goes up to four. In the box set, so.
0: That's cool. We don't usually have very many board game recommendations.
3: Oh, I know all the board games. All right, well, I'll we'll save that
0: for another <laughs> time. <laughs> Melissa, draw a card.
2: <clears throat> From Allison in Seattle. Kelly, this one's for you. Ooh. What should I do on my trip to Tokyo in May?
0: Oh, Tokyo. <laughs> uh, gosh, ooh, so many things. Um, I guess the where, question is, does she want to do all the cliched things, or does she want to do something like unique and different? Cause she can go to like Akihabara. How much money and, do you yeah. have
4: to spend? Is my first question. All of the question, money she's going to Tokyo. There's a restaurant in no, Tokyo. No, she's not
0: going to Jiro's sushi hot shop. <laughs>
4: Find Jiro and tell me how amazing it was. It's only three hundred dollars a plate.
0: Oh. <laughs> how about you give her three hundred dollars and she'll tell you how
2: amazing it is? <laughs> <All right. laughs> she is apparently, or he, but uh, <clears throat> Jiro. Yes, Jiro is apparently like the best sushi chef living in the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: There's robots. a there's a movie yeah. on Netflix you can watch called Jiro it's, Dreams of Sushi.
2: Actually, that might have been my favorite.
0: I've,
4: I watched it like three times. <laughs> I right, give her recommendations. Yeah, yeah. What is she doing in Tokyo? Um, you should visit Shibuya just because it's crazy, and I hear there's a lot of fun things to do there. She would um, love it. It's super nerdy. Yeah, super nerdy. Um, go see. Oh gosh, just Tokyo. I don't. I, I'm I'm geographically a little bit stupid about Japan, so I'm not sure what's close to Tokyo exactly. Um, <coughs> Trains are pretty can, fast, though. Yeah, that's you can, true. You can get to anywhere. If you can get to Mount Fuji, I hear it's quite a thing. <laughs> that would be great. Um, awesome. So there's. It's that. even taller than you, Allison. Yeah, just barely. How long is she staying? Do we know? Uh, all of May. I don't know. All of May. I'm just making uh, all shoot. of the May.
2: It doesn't say. Okay.
4: Um, gosh, I don't know what we're kind totally of, ill, if, Ill if prepared for. This. Yeah, if I, uh, uh, and I've been, you know, obsessed about. Japan and all. See what you while, should do, Allison is you should go and then tell us where oh, we should yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. If go if there. they're having any festivals, you should attend for sure because they're quite a thing. You should Oh, you should go see uh, some kabuki theater for sure. That that would be great. Um Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh should get a yakuza uh, tattoo. That? <laughs> um um go see one of the drum shows. Yes. One of their crazy like giant drum wooden oh, sticks my of It's goodness. like ninjas with drums. Um and then, uh, uh, if you can, sumo wrestling. That's yeah. really boring, though.
0: You're really it's boring. It's like thirty minutes of throwing salt, and then you run into it's each other. It's awesome. It's <laughs> symbolic and slow.
4: Whatever, it would be fun. I, I'd imagine it'd be an experience for sure. Uh, there's mountains with monkeys that will come sit be on your jerks. shoulder and be jerks and steal food Aboard from the you. Monkeys. <laughs> you should play with the monkeys, uh, but avoid them. Um, what else is there? There's I mean, just, just strolling through the markets, I'll bet, would be super interesting. They have stores and vending machines that we haven't even dreamt of over here. You can buy girls' panties. Used. Yeah. Whoa.
0: <laughs> yep. Goodwill.
2: People dressed um, as vending machines.
0: And <laughs> as well. Japan is it's crazy. It's a thing. It okay, I have a, recommend, I have a request. I know you have weird dietary issues, but can you please go to a McDonald's in Tokyo? I've heard they are nothing at all like any other McDonald's on any other planet. Planet. Yes. they're that far removed from anything we know of as McDonald's. I've heard that they are super fancy and that the staff is like courteous and cares and loves their job and loves their customers and wants to excel. And it's like nothing we've ever seen here at a McDonald's. So that was, that's what I would like you to do. Otherwise I think we all got blanks.
2: Yeah. Hopefully Uh, that's useful. Take lots of pictures.
0: Definitely. Green card.
1: If you were unexpectedly fired, what job would you try to get as a fallback?
0: So do you have any kind of skill that you think or, or, Opening that you think, you know what? I'm doing this, but if that failed, I could just walk into an X-blank store business and probably get hired. Kelly, I'm thinking for you, you could probably go to GameStop. I think that's probably a fallback that if you were willing and necessary, (laughs) you could pull off. No?
4: If I I was, I would honestly rather work McDonald's. Live out of a box. Um, Do you have any skills anywhere that you could translate into a job? Okay, give me one. uh, I mean, if I. My banking skills are fairly Top broad now. and top-notch, yeah. so Do <laughs> so you could just go to another bank? Probably. Okay, let's <laughs> yeah, say, let's this say point. it's
0: outside of your current job scope. Ooh. Um,
4: I can lift things. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be a, I could do your job. You could work in a warehouse? Yeah. Okay.
2: Your job would be open, Luke. So. That's yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> we all get fired at the same time. <laughs> be like,
4: hey, I totally came in and did this job a few times. Shh. <laughs> no how about you I pretended to um I sales yeah definitely um, oh I, th- I thought you meant like sales sh- like boating
0: yeah. I could be a boater a boater a boater, a boater.
4: That's go, not I a could job. be a pirate
0: that's not a job Unless you go sh- that actually
1: sh- sh- is a real job What that's a real job what? boating you think you Somalia can be a pirates I can go are... to Somalia no you and don't be a have to be in Somalia to be a pirate okay. there, are, there are professional uh, this pirates this is you
0: write on a job application
1: there are professional like, pirates in
0: 2005-2011 I was a pirate you do yes. not put that down
1: Yes, there. I was an that entre-
4: I was a. I was a <laughs> naval entrepreneur. Naval <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Noah was saying something about retail. No, 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 no. Sales. No, no, Sales. No, re- sorry. Never. Yeah, I I've took never worked
3: to retail, there. and I never will. Okay. So uh, what's good for you? Well, but, I would. I would sell stuff, man. Well, I, what would you sell? Well, vacuum cleaners? Anything. That's, that's what my uncle retail. did. My uncle used to sell vacuum cleaners. See, you've got, it's genetically, it's part dude, of Dude, My uncle makes so much money selling medical equipment. Really? Yeah, and he's, you know, let me know that if I need a job, he can help me find a job. <laughs> like an hour ago, but, you were just asking me to help you find a job. I, I think yeah, you should go talk I, to your I uncle. Don't, I don't yeah. want to do that. That's like a, that's a, that's a lifetime investment to get t- to where he is. Okay. You know, obviously right now I work in a church. I'm obviously not doing it for loads of cash. Yeah. But I'm thinking if I did get fired, I'd go get some money and like I rob a bank no I no get a job
2: silly, that man. pays really oh, well yeah, i mean i could rob <laughs> a bank a
3: really easy way to rob a bank i can think of some things okay <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd probably sell stuff make a lot of my own commission be nice smile shave i'd probably
0: shave yeah would you like go all week like samson like is there's is your power <laughs> I'd, in your beard i just shrink <laughs> <laughs> shrivel up half his height Melissa, what about you what skills do you have
2: Fabulous YouTube personality. Oh, no, wait, someone's already done that. (laughs) (laughs) Still rue the day that I discovered that John Green took the job that I secretly wanted. You were meant for? Oh, man, being like the YouTube crazy world history teacher. So, um, Crash Course. The author John Green? The author John Green and his brother Hank. um, The Green brothers have this YouTube channel called Crash Course where they teach people stuff about subjects you should have learned about in school.
1: Are they the ones that did the Crazy England video?
2: No. No. Oh. No. But um, he's got a whole series of world history videos. He's working on a series of US history videos. Hank does science videos. They're really well produced.
0: They are really good. Yeah. Like, if you thought you hated, like... Learning about the Mongols in high school, you should watch the Mongol video and suddenly be like, oh, that's really cool.
2: Yeah, it's, it's actually fantastic. And so now we'll that I can't them. have that job because someone else has taken it, um, I, think, no, I think I'd think i work in a museum. Okay.
4: Ooh, that's a good idea. Because,
2: yeah. I mean, little children come on school field trips and I could teach them things. You'd be the best. Because that's what Emily does right now. And I'm so jealous. You should uh, just take her job. Well, it's not her job. She's going to lose her, her job. Right? Her job is... Yeah. Emily's, all, job right Emily, now, Emily's job right now is...
0: listening, so she's going to lose her job too. Emily's yeah.
2: job right now is being a graduate student, which uh, doesn't actually pay money. Worst job ever. <laughs> it just costs money.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Amy? She did day. the wrong degree if it's not paying money. Amy? Uh.
1: Um, I like filing things. What? She actually does.
0: <laughs> You're like the weirdest True person story. I know.
1: <laughs> Amy secretly taxes, wants to be an archivist. Like, I do.
0: i'll get you the paperwork we'll make this happen no not
1: taxes i want to be an (laughs) archivist we could do that um uh, the the best part about closing at work is when the managers let me do the stickers on all of the rems because the managers hate doing the stickers on the rems because they're always this big giant pile and then they have to like sort through and find the stickers and i'm like just give them to me and i will do them faster than you you can and it will be so much fun
0: have you always liked horrible meaningless tasks
1: Kind of, yes. Okay. Unless it was weeding. I didn't like weeding.
2: <laughs> indoor meaningless tasks I love for indoor. Filing.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> so you'd go get a job with the state filing old records somewhere?
2: I did that for a summer. It was so much fun. <laughs> I had the same job. I know what she's talking about. That
0: sounds like the worst thing ever. Okay, so for me, I think there are two options that they would, would find
4: get... you in the like the deep dark recesses, cutting yourself. Yes.
0: after a week, <laughs> the paper. Yes, trying to. Get... <laughs> uh, it would uh, for me. I think it would either be if I could stomach it, walking in and working at Best Buy. I think there are at least, like, four departments that I have a great mastery on, and I could just easily, like, without any training, start, like, selling people computers, cameras, <laughs> video games, TVs. Yeah, like- he
2: would also look pretty good in the Geek Squad outfit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, you're
0: going to be a Geek Squad guy? That, that that would be, like, the lowest rung uh, of the ladder. Every time I go uh, there, man. But I think the thing I'd actually try to do is go be a car salesman, which I know sounds all, like, skeezy no, and cool. horrible, that'd but cool. I like cars, and I think I can probably sell some. Make so, some
4: money. Have, yeah.
0: The thing you would have a problem with
1: is talking them into the product that you have as opposed to talking them into a product somebody else has. And that's the same problem
0: at Best Buy, where it's like, oh, you don't want that monster HDMI cable. Uh, Go on monoprice.com. It's like $5. (laughs) And then I'd get fired from a secret shopper or whatever they're called. and Yeah. Yeah. My career would last like four days. It would be terrible. (laughs) Best Buy career. Yeah, it's never really a career. The whole thing is going under anyway. Just bankrupt the whole company. I don't care. All right. Who's next? You. Me? Okay. Um, I feel like I should do this one because it's Cause meaningful. Got a star. Yes, this is our science mm-hmm. update for Curiosity, and I think this one is important because Curiosity has been having a wild ride. So, people that maybe haven't been following along, it's our little robot that is on the surface of Mars. It is the Mars Science Laboratory. Not a little
4: robot. He's a friggin' car.
0: He, yeah, he's like SUV size. He's not small at all. Yeah. but um, he's still cute. He's cute. He looks like Wally in some respects. I guess it's because what else are you gonna make it look like? It's a rover. Uh, We're going to just give a quick little update of the last couple months and then talk to you about what happened today. So uh, just quick little random thing on all of the mission updates. They talk about Sol, like S-O-L, Sol 45, Sol 120. Uh, Sol is a Mars day. That's their term for day. Essentially, it's uh 40 minutes longer than a day here on Earth. So they're almost the same. Eventually, he's gonna get a day ahead of us. Um. So anyway, like on Sol 56, he arrived at his like main science area. On Sol 84, he took like a selfie picture, like girls do in the mirror. It's actually pretty cool. I should share <laughs> that. Uh. Just recently in January, he tested out his dust removal tool, his DRT. All the scientists call is that it like pressurized air. Uh, it's, it's just a brush. Like... Oh, okay. it's just brush. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A couple days later, the scientists asked him to run over a rock for science. They were were wondering if they could crack the rock by him running over the top of it. Because usually they avoid rocks, right? Like, that's a big no-no. So they turned off his, like, tilt, like, fault warning thing. And they said, go crash that rock. And it worked. So then he took pictures of the rock. It's pretty clever. Uh, Yes. And then, let's see. In early February, he started drilling. So that's been the big thing that we've been waiting for. He's got the slowest drill bit on... Mars in, in the solar system, easily <laughs> on Mars. Yeah, it's it's variable, anywhere between zero RPM and 150 RPMs. So it is slow, like,
4: uh, like. Well, right. I mean, obviously, they want to keep those temperatures down. They don't want to.
0: It's an energy thing.
4: thing. Yeah, he doesn't and, have the power well, that to. And that, and you know, if they break a drill bit, He's got many drill bits. He's still prepared.
0: still. He he could run out. So at his super slow RPM, he managed to drill uh, 6.4 centimeters deep. So he's got this proud little hole in the ground. It's very adorable. What is that? It's like uh, it's like three inches almost. Uh, so, but it's cool. How long did it take that? I would, I would imagine days. I'm not yeah. sure exactly on the number, but he only has so much battery power each day with the solar panels, sure. so he probably took him a while. Um, the thing that's cool about the drill bit is it's got like an internal vacuum sucker, so it's like picking up the dust actively. So he doesn't. They don't have to like scoop out the hole or anything. It's pretty clever. Okay, February 28th thursday he ran into a system fault that basically put the computer in safe mode uh turns out he had an issue with his flash memory in his primary computer random thing we send this billion dollar robot into the into the universe it's got two gigabytes of flash memory on it i'm like what this recorder we're recording on has eight like come on guys (laughs) spend some more american dollars okay so uh computer a went into crash mode and that like froze, you know, like it's protocol is to stop everything and just wait for instructions. The guys here on earth saw it. They were like, um, probably just a glitch. We gave him two computers that are identical, fully capable of running the Rover. So they just switched over to computer B and, uh, he's kind of like in standby mode. They powered up his high gain, uh, antenna so that they can communicate data faster today they have basically decided that it is okay. They think it was just a radiation burst that managed to, like, temporarily trip one of the electrons in his flash memory. It's got this kind of... uh,
2: Wait, one electron could send a whole system into...
0: If you think of an electron as an an on or off switch in his, you know.
2: I do not not think of electrons that way.
0: That's how you should think of electrons. So they're flipping on switches on and off. Wait, so now I
2: have to think of an electron as both a particle and a wave and an on off switch?
0: Yes, all three things are true. I'm not
2: sure I can hold all this science (laughs) in my brain.
0: Uh, But basically his, uh, his, his algorithm just got like set off by like one step and it. Through the fault code and just put him in shutdown. So they flipped over to B. They think he's okay. Uh, The best part about this whole thing is that in case there was some kind of like horrible event, they could just reboot him and it would all fix itself. Like, (laughs) it's just like tech support with Comcast. Like, my my modem's broke. They're like, just unplug it it for 30 seconds (laughs) and it'll be okay. Like, that's basically how rovers work as well. So he's doing okay as far as we know. He's just on like, he's on bed rest until they can figure out exactly what's wrong with computer A. And if it's just a thing that they can easily rewipe and reprogram or what it might be. So
1: I would like to point out that the thing that you are missing in all of this is that Mohawk guy liked or retweeted Emily's tweet.
0: That's right. Emily, our friend (laughs) Emily had famous NASA Mohawk guy like or retweet or something, whatever it was, something she said, did, posted something on Twitter. I think they should hook up. Isn't he in California? JP. Yeah, I think he's in California. They should uh, they should make some babies. Well, she's in town, I think. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> Jump to it, guys. <laughs> so, he's like the most sought-after nerd on the, the planet The statements Earth.
2: made by Luke Longnecker are representative of Luke Longnecker's opinions only.
0: All right, so that's <laughs> our curiosity update.
2: <laughs> All
0: right, Kelly, draw a card. Why do I have two green cards? Because you, you took
2: Noah's. Those. Weird.
4: You really like
0: this one.
4: <laughs> I really did. Uh, oh, okay. Here's some nerdiness. How do you feel about J.J. Abrams directing Star Wars Episode 7?
1: J.J. Abrams is ruining my life. Wait,
0: what? <laughs> you didn't like Star Trek? Or what do you mean? Alias. I, I,
2: no, no. Alias was great until J.J. Abrams left. I know! And okay. he's gonna like Wait, get how, into this, and then he's gonna leave. How does a 10-year-old
0: but- show ruin your life actively now?
1: Because he always like sets us up to like love it and then something goes terribly wrong. Oh, so you're saying
0: that he's gonna do seven, it's gonna be awesome, and then he's gonna say, I'm done, I'm not doing eight and nine. Yes! Okay. I can see that. I can see that. So he is now in control of the two biggest nerd franchises on the planet. That is shocking in and of itself.
4: Not just two, man. He's got what?
0: Well, there's other nerdy things, but like Star Trek and Star Wars.
4: That, did he do nice that? Ass, that right? Firefly was that? No, him?
0: that's no. Joss. No, oh, the okay. last thing J.J. Abrams. Did confusing was my amazing nerd
2: amazing Mission Impossible four directors. Yes. Yeah. Did okay. Super Eight come before or after Mission Impossible four? Before. Before. Oh, okay, uh-huh. yeah. I can't keep track of the chronology.
0: Fair enough. They're all in the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, you are the biggest Star Wars nerd yeah. in this room. How well, do you feel about this? Obviously, I would have been the better choice. To direct? Yes. Do you have directing skills? You didn't mention that as your fallback job.
3: Yeah, you know, that would (laughs) would probably be after
0: sales. He seems Um, to have
4: a commanding personality. I bet he can be. It's the
3: beard. It's it's mainly because I know more about Star Wars than J.J. Abrams. That's the main reason. He should at least hire me to stand around him. (laughs) Um, I want that to be on your business card
0: if he does hire you.
3: Noah, (laughs) stand around guy. Um, I'm not not against it. I mean, uh, who else? I trust him because I don't even like Star Trek, but I liked his Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm either going to really, really love it or just hate him forever. Um, but, you know, I've, I feel fine about it. I don't have a ton to say except that he should hire me. And that's <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming he's listening.
0: Of course. Earlier, yeah. Melissa said that uh, I don't
2: know. I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I don't think that he's going to do bad. I mean, I have liked the Star Trek and. Super 8 made my head hurt, but I think that was mostly the theater being really loud. loud. And and I'm actually quite excited to see the new one, the new Star Trek. I'm a little afraid of the Star Wars, just in the entirety of, like, they ruined it with the first three, when they, like, they, they, there's the original ones, and then they made the new ones, and they ruined those.
2: And I don't want him to ruin it again. He has such a good, like, sense of story, though. I
1: know, but, like, I...
0: So I was thinking about this the other day, because the more I've dwelled on the remakes or whatever you want to call these seven, eight, and nines coming, like, it's bothering me because I realize that I do not want any connection to the previous Star Wars mythos. Too bad. I, I don't want cameos from Mark Hamill. It has to happen. I don't want Harrison Ford being in the movie at all. Too bad. Like, if there's a Wookiee, I'm walking out of the theater. Like, <laughs> I don't want anything to what? do... I hate I hated Chewbacca. He was like the worst thing in episodes four, five, and six. What? I just cannot stand Chewbacca. The thing is,
3: it's like it, what if he wants to target Star Wars fans, he's gonna do Old Republic. Like, but if okay. he wants to target a bills? way to make money, yeah. he's gonna do seven, eight, nine with Leia just Haunted. dumb cameos. Like yeah. they're so
0: old. Now, I know, it,
3: and you know that that's the bummer.
4: Kelly, how do you feel about this? Do you care? I'm <sighs> pretty done with Star Wars. I liked the original three movies and then the others were horrible. And then it just feels like that thing that directors like to do, you know, Direct decades, movies. decades years. <laughs> well, you know, decades later, they'll take a, an old franchise that hasn't been touched in a while. And they, and they update it. And he, they make he did it a great job fantastic. with Star Trek. Though. Yes, that was, it's a good it was movie. Good. It was kind good of movie. brilliant. It was pretty brilliant, but it, it's still, I don't know that, that nobody, nobody wants to take a risk and create something new. But what, you know, there's baggage here. There is yeah, a credible amount ton of baggage yeah. And and nobody, Everything nobody from nobody like is, George Lucas Nobody life. has created the next the thing that's going to compete with Star Wars and Star Trek. Where's that third thing that people will latch on to? And somebody could create something like that and they are not trying. Battlestar Galactica maybe was the closest yeah. thing that, that did exist. S- sure, sure. But that it wasn't it wasn't Well and you can see that's the closest thing, and look how far behind it is. True. True. It was really good, though.
2: Uh, the the um, secret but, it's all gonna come down to the characters. Star Wars yeah. movies live and die on their characters. They don't live and die on their stories because let's be honest, even those of us who love the original Star Wars movies, they're not the most original, compelling stories. Yeah, I mean, it's all. it's they're they're campy like serial action space movies, and it's great because they have characters that we care about. Except Luke and be
0: too. I'm uh, aware that okay. I don't think I'm likely to see these 3 movies.
2: Well, like you're going to have to because <laughs> I will need someone to, to take drive, Amy drive or me Noah. to the
0: theater. No. <laughs>
2: yeah, I um. uh, No, I mean it, he's it, as long as he can create some characters that we can care about because I mean that was the that was the fatal flaw in the prequel movies yeah. is we didn't love the characters. I like Darth
3: Maul. Darth Maul rules. They should yeah. have kept them alive. Well, yeah.
2: but he died, and so it, it was pointless. Um, we we didn't love any of the characters. Nobody had the.
0: Unless you're a child, like let's be honest, kids loved Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. did.
2: Um, yes, but they're children, and their tastes really don't count. Um, That's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I mean, and I don't, I don't know what story. You could tell with seven, eight, and nine. I think Ooh, you. I do. I, I, well,
0: you have a you have a script. <laughs> oh, I have a great idea. Yeah, does it involve any of those old cameos? It it, it, it does to an extent. Is it like Han or uh, it's Leia's Jason, child? Jason
3: or Solo, I think, would be Jason Solo. Is That's, it brother? It's Han's. Who? It's Han's son. Okay. He okay. So I've read pretty much every Star Wars book there is, and there are interesting stories that go on after four, five, and six. And one is Han Leia's son. I mean, uh, I I highly doubt. They'll use him, but you know it's just Because He's not story. a Jedi, right? Where, he is. He's got half Jedi. He and is. if they
4: do use him, it's going to be Shia LaBeouf being a jerk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's an, in you care oh God, about him so much because see, it's, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, with with Luke there was a lot a lot of internal struggle that we loved, and then in the end Darth Vader there's internal struggle, and that's what really brings people to love characters. And I mean this kid, he's. Got so much status because of his parents and his family, but at the same time, he's struggling with wanting to turn to the dark side. And it's like, that's awesome. It's like we see this struggle in this character, this change progressively happening, and it does over the series that is focused on him, and it's, it's
0: great. Do you think there could be any universe where the star of 7, 8, and 9 is a bad guy? Not not like a scoundrel like Han Solo, but like that would be my favorite universe ever. Okay,
3: I am 100% pro Sith. I think Jedi are corrupt. Um,
0: (laughs) I think we can go go forever. If I was in the Star Wars universe, I'd be Sith all the way. Yeah, because because you have individual rights. Oh, that's not why why what do you want you want he wants to be a dick yeah if you gave I me mean, exactly. superpowers Individual i would lights. only ever be evil. that's the thing
4: when you're when yeah. you're stuck behind the council that's why luke needs to be, be a plain old person yes cannot <laughs> be <laughs> some guy with powers
3: i would love and that's the thing if they do jason solo it's gonna start out happy whatever you're gonna see that struggle it's gonna end up he's a sith you know? i like this idea it would be great you should you should get in contact with jj i don't have his number anymore. I got a new phone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I lost it.
2: It's 47.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. oops. way to hit the mic. Hit the microphone. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up since we've been doing this forever. Just want to give a quick shout out to our family members. David, Tracy, and John are apparently big fans of the show. We found this out recently. They said they went on like a big road trip across country and just put the podcast on like all of them. And I was like, oh, that's a bad idea. (laughs) Don't do
4: that anybody else. Uh, Thanks, guys. (laughs) it
0: make me feel all warm and fuzzy. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, feel free to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash tns podcast. You can send us email, tnspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are going to close this out with a return to good old fashioned, dirty, grimy dubstep. Uh, in tribute to me beating Far Cry 3, we are going to play a song by Noisia called Machine Gun, the 16-bit remix. And if you want an honorable mention to look upon your own, there was a song in it. Like they actually used Dubstep in the game. It's called Make a Dumb Burn, whatever. I don't know. How to <laughs> Make a Dumb Burn. Anyway, it's by Bob Marley's son and Skrillex. Mm. so it's it's definitely a weird reggae dubstep hybrid that I just didn't feel was right for this episode we needed like gritty robot metallic bullet sex so that's what you're gonna get at the end of bullet this episode uh, thank you guys for listening to episode 43 and we look forward to hearing from you in the future until then goodbye